0: David Posternock's hat trick literally lifted the Bruins past the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Hampus Lindholm's Boston Bruins debut was incredibly promising. Going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. You're Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to B, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, March 25th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please smash that subscribe button so that you do not miss an episode this has already been the biggest download week in the history of the podcast and that's apart from the youtube numbers so thank you so much for all who have tuned in for the trade deadline coverage and uh the fallout for the boston bruins uh the bruins beating the tampa bay lightning last night in dramatic fashion very entertaining fashion as well gonna get into all that but first uh Please do follow the podcast on Twitter if you haven't already. It's Locked NHL Bruins, And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. For anyone new to the podcast, uh, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan. I've uh, been following this team all my life, as lifelong would suggest, and been writing about this team for various outlets for 17 years. And i uh, been hosting this podcast since October 2019. And uh, thank you for jumping into this community. I hope to make it as inclusive as possible. And just have fun talking about the Boston Bruins because it's hockey. It's fun. It's a game. Let's enjoy it. And last night's game was certainly very enjoyable. David Pasternak recording his 12th career hat-trick. All three goals for the Boston Bruins. The winning score coming at uh, about four minutes remaining in the third period. A massive victory over the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Moving the Bruins past the Bolts and into third place in the Atlantic Division standings. Tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now the uh, Leafs and Lightning both have a game in hand on the Bruins, so the Bruins are still uh, in a wild-card spot when it comes to point percentage, Uh, but still, very encouraging to see the Bruins up there tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs for second in the Atlantic Division. Uh, Not something that we would have foreseen um, a couple months ago, really prior to uh, the COVID break, the Bruins were really kind of struggling, trying to figure it out, and now some of the pieces are really falling into place, and we're getting a look at what this team is indeed capable of. And this was without Brad Marchand. Oh, sorry. Patrice Bergeron in the lineup last night. He remains sidelined with an infection on his elbow. Now, one of those moves that has really boosted the lineup is pairing Taylor Hall with David Pasternak on the second line and putting Eric Halla on uh, the center spot. Um, Halla had three assists in last night's game getting a helper on each of Pasternak's goals. Um, Quick note, Pasternak's 12th career hat-trick, like I said, he tied for third in Bruins history, uh, tied with Johnny Busick behind Cam Neely, who had 14, and Phil Esposito, who had 26. So he's uh, within striking distance of second, but it'll take some work to pass Esposito, but he's uh, almost halfway there. Uh, he posture not credited uh, his line mates as he does often um, Holla he said has been going great the last couple games he felt a bit lost out there a Bit far away from Guys on the forecheck kind of struggling to find the right positioning, but last night they were all great on the forecheck um, able to force some turnovers Spend some more time in Tampa's zone and create more opportunities uh, to score. Um, Cassidy said Halla particularly had good legs in this one. When he's skating, he's at his most effective. Uh, between those guys, Hall and Pasternak, you have to skate to keep up. You also have to skate to reload if plays don't work out. And he's kind of bought into it. Uh, working his way... Uh, out of the zone, knowing that there's a rush maybe coming back. That's where he is most needed on that line, is that defensive responsibility as well. And he made a beautiful pass to set up, uh, which goal was it? Maybe the second Pasternak goal after Hampus Lindholm had retrieved the puck from behind the Bruins' net. Uh, So Pasternak really feeling it at the moment since the beginning of the new year he leads all NHL players in goals with um how many does he have here 28 in 38 games uh, Austin Matthews has 26 in 31 games uh, so he's got a better you know, goal per game average. But David Pasternak, uh 28 goals in 38 games. He now has 36 for the season. And that puts him uh, eight, oh, sorry, 10 behind Austin Matthews for the Rocket Richard race. But uh, he is now tied for fifth most goals in the NHL with uh, Philip Forsberg and Alex DeBrinkert ahead of Connor McDavid. Uh it goes Matthews at 46, Drysdale 44, Kreider 42, Kyle Connor, Ovechkin have 40 and then Forsberg, Pasternak, DeBrinkert with the 36. And that's been a huge reason why the Bruins have been uh yeah, on fire here in 2022 and able to rise up to uh, tie for second among uh, or in the Atlantic Division. Uh, second most points in 2022, four behind Colorado uh, with two games in hand. And point percentage-wise, they are third, uh, 724 point percentage here in 2021 behind Colorado and Florida, two of the Stanley cup uh, favorites. Now, another thing last night that was very impressive was the play of Hampus Lindholm. Uh, We'll get more to how he fared in his debut here in a moment, including some great quotes from uh, Pasternak on his play. But first, a quick word about Built Bar, uh, if you have not tried Puff Bilt Bars, you are certainly missing out. It's one of Built Bar's best tasting options. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow, they're fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar, they're really a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and they're good for you. Low calories, low sugar, low net carbs, high in protein. They come in so many delicious flavors. That Built Bar, they're really all about the taste first. They make it delicious, then figure out how to make it healthy. They're all covered in 100% chocolate as well. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. Please do now check out the Locked On Now podcast. a daily recap of all the previous night's action from our local experts, free and available also on your um, podcast platforms. Now, David Pasternak was able to get a firsthand view of new defenseman Hampus Lindholm. He called him nasty, he called him amazing. Not easy to come to a new team. Usually, it takes a couple of games to learn the system. Um, but he was amazing, Pasternak said. A lot of fun to watch, real exciting to have him. He's a great guy, he knows him a little bit from, uh, Sweden, and they're really happy to have him. Um, for Hampus Lindholm, the feeling is very much mutual. You always want to get thrown into the fire, he said. This was one of those games, um... He recorded a point in his Bruins debut, getting an assist, secondary assist on one of those um, posternot goals. First Bruins defenseman since Charlie McAvoy in October 2017 to record a point in his Bruins debut. One of the, against one of the best teams in the league. Get thrown in there. You go from there. That's the way I want it. He said, playing in front of the home fans couldn't have been. A better first game uh, for me Uh, Bruce Cassidy said Lindholm was maybe a better puck mover in small areas than he anticipated kind of behind the net in the corners Uh, thinking more about its size and mobility ability to close plays get his shot through on the offensive blue line he made a lot of small area plays on the breakout that's going to benefit this hockey club um. yeah maybe things that you don't appreciate until they're right in front of you and according to Cassidy that's part of where the argument about adding defense versus forwards at the deadline comes into play when you've got a defenseman like that that can start the attack that's going to generate more offense for your team automatically a very pleasant uh, he wouldn't say surprise but something that jumped off the page uh besides his ability to uh defend um of playing with charlie mcavoy lindholm said he's one of those guys that anyone can play with such a good defenseman everybody knows that everybody sees that he says he hopes they can develop something here and that he can make him a better player and he's obviously going to make Uh, Lindholm a better player, according to Hampus, so he's excited about that. Um, Yeah, a great debut for him all around. He said he felt good. A little bit of butterflies, but the fans were unbelievable. He thanked you, the fans, for supporting him the whole game. So loud out there. It really felt like a playoff-type atmosphere just watching at home. And uh, to get the win was huge um of course Patrice Bergeron remain out of the lineup and it kind of helped the Bruins to get some confidence beating the Tampa Bay Lightning sans Bergeron um Pasternak said they miss him can't wait to have him back obviously but it's still a big win any team against your division is huge they've been chasing the Panthers Lightning Leafs for a while main focus is on their game uh a lot of games left. Beat a great team in Tampa. It's a confidence booster. Uh, he felt they deserved the win as the better team. And, um, yeah, they're excited to have won and played well. But the Bruins aren't getting ahead of themselves. They know who Tampa is. They know, obviously, the playoffs are a different beast. Um, but... um. Still, to be able to win this game without Bergeron is a huge boost, and I thought Jack Zanika looked really good. Uh, I commented last night on, on Twitter that, you know, sometimes it takes extended playing time for a guy to figure out his role, figure out the NHL game. I thought he looked really good on the top line, playing with Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusque. And I think... A big part of the Bruins' recent success, something I alluded to earlier, was just kind of those um, puzzle pieces falling into place. You know those puzzles where there's a picture underneath and you have to move the tiles in order to reveal it. There were so many new faces for the Bruins coming into this season. There was the attempted comeback by Tukarask. Rask. There were injuries early on, there were suspensions to Brad Marchand, the COVID break, kind of feeling out where everybody was going to fit in. Charlie Coyle was expected to be the second line center. But now, Bruce Cassidy has been tinkering around with that puzzle, move Pasternak down, move Holla up, move Coyle down. Uh, And now on defense, you have Lindholm moved in, Grizzlet can move down. Uh, You can juggle your bottom pair and put in who you think gives your team a best shot to win on any given night. Last night it was Forbort and Clifton. Josh Brown will come in, provide a physical presence. Um, Jake DeBrusque, move up. Nick Foligno, move down. All four lines really seem to be clicking at the moment. Uh, Stadnicka will obviously have to come out of the lineup when Bergeron comes in, but he'll be that much better in the event of an injury and he'll be put into the lineup. And I think uh, the Bruins are seeing that they can rely on him more and more in uh, meaningful games. He did not look out of place at all playing on the top line last night against a very good team in uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now when it comes to Big Bear of the night, Obviously, you got to go with David Pasternak. He had the three goals on eight shots, a team high there. Uh, Like I said, I thought Stanika played pretty strong. He did not have a shot, but he did have an opportunity. I believe it was in the second period where he put the puck just a bit high over Vasilevsky. You always have to try to pick your spots when it comes to uh, how to shoot on him. And I thought Lindholm obviously had a strong game as well. He had the assist, uh, plus two, four shots on goal, four hits, a block, a takeaway in uh, 23 minutes and 26 seconds of ice time. And a friend of the podcast, Connor Ryan, I believe he posted uh, the stats of how... McAvoy and Lindholm performed uh, together uh, when deployed by Bruce Cassidy. They played 12 minutes and 37 seconds of 5-on-5 ice time. Shot attempts were 21-9 in favor of the Bruins. Shots were 12-2 and goals scored 2-0. So, full credit to Don Sweeney for pulling this deal off. The Bruins certainly look like a better club with Hampus Lindholm in the mix. They paid a heavy price. First round pick, two seconds. Irhovakanainen. That includes dumping John Morris' contract. Uh, but I, for one, could get very used to seeing Lindholm McAvoy for the next eight years on the Boston Bruins uh, top pair. Up next for the Bruins is a game tomorrow against the New York Islanders. Talk about that. Real quick, as well as look at some news and notes from around the NHL. But first, college basketball tournament is finally upon us. You can get all the latest odds, contests, and player props at betonline.net. Number one source for all your sports betting needs, uh, sports scores, podcasts, and news as well. It's not just basketball. They have you covered for hockey, baseball, um, NBA basketball, football, boxing, UFC, head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at betonline.net, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Now check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcasts. Uh, Just one podcast, singular, not podcasts hosts steel Roden and flip livingstone will help you become the expert of your fantasy league free and available wherever you get podcasts i know nobody cares about my fantasy teams but i am in a salary cap keeper league this is my third season as an expansion club first time making the playoffs it's a two-week period i was down i think i was down 11-0 at one point with two days remaining i am up to 6-5 and this is against the manager of this league the commissioner and this would be a huge upset so please send all kinds of positive vibes for the pucks and rec uh keeper fantasy league that would be greatly appreciated now What else is going on around the NHL? Well, the general manager's meeting is coming up next week, and there is talk of how to close the LTIR playoff loophole in the salary cap. Some general managers aren't happy that some teams exceed the salary cap in the regular season by putting players on long-term injury reserve. Only to see those players return to the lineup for the playoffs when the salary cap no longer counts. Think Nikita Kucherov and the Tampa Bay Lightning. One proposed solution is to have 20 players iced by a team in a playoff game to count against the salary cap. And any attempted changes to the salary cap or to roster requirements would constitute a change of the CBA and would have to be negotiated with the players association it's kind of the nikita kucherov rule Um, it's a loophole that has existed since the implementation of the salary cap in 2005 it was used before by the blackhawks in 2015 when patrick kane went on ltir several weeks before the trade deadline with a broken collarbone um the Players Association likely would not be on board with this. And uh, it's probably something that will come up during the next round of collective bargaining. Uh, Tory Krug, our old friend in St. Louis, listed as week-to-week with an upper body injury. He was on said fantasy team. And uh, I'm really going to miss his services, although Bowen Byram, hopefully is coming back. Uh, Claude Giroux had two assists in his Florida Panthers debut. They win again, remain atop the Atlantic Division standings. And uh, big weekend coming up in the hockey world for the Bruins as they attempt to keep level at the very least with the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. The Bruins will be in action tomorrow afternoon, 12.30 p.m., taking on the New York Islanders at home. Uh, The Maple Leafs will be in action against the Canadians. Hopefully Montreal can pull off the upset there. And uh, I don't believe Tampa is in action until Sunday when they uh, visit the Islanders. So uh, hopefully the Bruins can take care of business there and uh, perhaps drop a bonus podcast after that game uh, before uh, next week's action. The Bruins, after that one, will be off until Tuesday when they host the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that will be a huge game that uh, maybe I'll have to get someone on here from uh, Toronto to bring the latest from Leafsland. Anyways, thank you again for making this week the biggest download week in the history of the podcast so far before today's episode really does mean a lot and I hope you are all doing well that you have a great weekend and uh, be back on Monday to yeah bring you all the latest on the black and gold and perhaps talk about Atlanta see episodes one, and uh, two of season three, which I'm very much looking forward to checking out. I did finish season one of Our Flag Means Death yesterday, that pirate show with Reece Darby and Taika Waititi. Took a very interesting turn over the last couple episodes. Highly recommend it. Uh, Really, really great show that you should all check out. Anyways, thanks again, friends. We'll talk to you on, well, maybe over the weekend, but definitely Monday, and uh, hope you all have a great great weekend and go Bruins tomorrow. Take care, friends.